Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. <laughs> Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. Who knew that the pathway of grief is sometimes the answer for showing us and giving us the love that we deserve. What is up, guys? I am so fucking excited to be back on the mic and talking with you guys again. I kept waiting until like I felt ready to get back on the mic because... If you don't know, which I'm sure you do, the disasters and the fires in Maui, Hawaii have greatly impacted the community, the land. Uh, guys, this is why I'm like not even super ready to talk about this yet because my heart is so deeply broken for the lives lost, the people that are missing, the people who have lost everything, their livelihoods, their businesses, their homes, for the indigenous communities, the Hawaiian people that will be further, hopefully not, but I mean, further displaced from their own homes, the, the culture, the history lost. It's just absolutely heartbreaking. And if you don't know, I am from Maui, Hawaii. It is my home. I'm sorry. I'm born and raised here and I'm not going to dive into what's going on here deeply in the episode today. I'm actually going to talk about something completely different because I feel ready and excited to talk about love and creativity and opening up the pathways for alchemization to flow and how do we remove the blockages of grief and hate and rejection and judgment from our hearts so that we can clear out the pathways for love and how in turn that deeply impacts us to be happier and and feel our best. That's what I'm going to be diving into today. But I couldn't not mention what's going on. And I plan to have people, locals, also indigenous native Hawaiian people, as well as just people from our community that I see being amazing leaders in the situation or, or people who have knowledge around mental health when it comes to collective grief. I do plan on having those people on in the upcoming weeks. I'm reaching out. I'm talking to them, organizing times and schedules for us to chat because it doesn't feel right for me to not talk about what's going on here. Even though every part of me wants to escape and avoid because it is too painful to look at, I have decided that, no, <laughs> we're not going to let fear ruin and run the show. We are going to live in love and integrity. I want to dive into the conversation with experts and people in the community who can bring light and impactful conversations to the topic. And I personally just don't feel ready yet. With that being said, please donate. There is going to be a link below of the list of families who have lost everything, including lives of their loved ones. And it is really hard to see how many families are impacted by this fire. And also, through the lens of collective grief, I see the community coming together, and it is so beautiful. Everyone bringing their hands to the center in the ways and showing up in the ways where they feel called to help. And I can't wait to dive in further about collective grief and and also 
indigenous land and indigenous indigenous rights and all these things that I'm so excited to talk about, but I just don't feel like I'm the person to talk about them. I want to facilitate the conversations. So I couldn't move on and talk about anything else before talking about what's happening here because it's honestly devastating and Maui is the heart chakra of the world. It is an energetically sacred place and anyone that's ever been here knows how healing it is and anyway please donate to the families below they need your help we need your help there's tons of funds out there but honestly donating directly to the families is what is needed right now and you know, in the coming weeks, in the coming months, in the coming years, it's going to be a marathon, not a sprint. I know so many of you are reaching out to me and asking how you can help and time will tell and I'll be able to communicate to you guys how you can help our community. And thank you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even if you can only donate $5 to one family, you have to understand that it does add up over time. $5 here, $5 there truly does mean everything when added together for these people who have lost everything and our community is just deeply feeling the collective grief right now and that's why I didn't come on last week to talk because it was just like too soon and too much and nothing feels right right now it feels like an attack on our home and anyway this is why this is why I can't do an episode on it yet because I'm just not ready to talk about it but please donate to the families below and I want to get into the realization that I've been having this week. Maybe since July, June, I've been feeling some deep energetic blockages and I feel like they're finally lifting. So Because of that, (laughs) I wanted to tell you exactly how I think they were lifted because if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling lost, if you are feeling like the spark in life is just a little bit missing, this episode is for you. And even if you are just looking for ways to open up yourself and, and your crown chakra to receive creative expression inspiration this episode is also for you you don't have to be down in the dumps in order to hear this episode because honestly mental health is be about being proactive how can you be proactive in your mental health journey because what happens sometimes is that we think we're doing better so then we forget about all the things that we know and we stop doing our habits that make us feel more aligned and and more aligned to the highest version of ourselves and then we fall off again but the more that we can be proactive and continue our journey even when we're feeling good and showing up for ourselves even when we're feeling good you don't have to be at rock bottom in order to take care of yourself so this episode i'm just going to tell you about an experience that i've been having and the lesson that i learned from it because it actually changed my life. I'm actually mind blown because I was feeling like my spark was missing. My inspiration was missing. My therapist even said to me, she was like, Kayla, it seems like you're not excited about anything. That's really unlike you. As I break down crying because I'm like, it's true. Like I just didn't feel inspired. And I'm going to tell you how I cleared it so that hopefully you can clear it too. If you don't know, I'm Kayla Rose. Sunday's KK, that's me, baby. And this is Skinny Dipping the Podcast, where we dive in on topics around the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. We love the action. We can talk about things in theory, but it's like, how do we apply it? How do we take action? Because to know the energetics and the mental health aspect of it is so important, but without action, it honestly means nothing because <laughs> we are humans with free will. So, What can we do to take actionable steps towards becoming the people that we want to be? That's what we talk about here on Skinny Dipping. And I'm so grateful for you guys, truly. I'm so grateful for this community and for this being my job. And I know that I was like delivering so much content, Tuesday's episodes, Thursday episodes, Monday meditations. And I do plan on getting back to that. I think I'm just trying to figure out what feels best for me. And... I do want to show up every single week for you guys. I'm just navigating deep change and I'm in the midst of transition. 
And a big question that I get is, Kayla, like, how do I continue to show up in the midst of grief, in the midst of change, in the midst of transition? And how do I show up for myself being in my career or my wellness habits or in my relationships? How do I continue to show up when I feel so low? First of all, the first piece of advice that I would give you is that you don't have to show up in every single moment. And I know that's the advice that some wellness people would not give, but you need to give yourself permission to rest. You need to give yourself permission to be off, be off duty. Our brains, our egos are constantly on with stress, with anxiety, with intrusive thoughts. And I want you to give yourself permission to rest as long as you need, to grieve as long as you need. And in clearing out that addiction to having to do something all the time because it truly is an addiction we get addicted to the adrenaline i talk about that in the episode with sam and gina who came from spiraling higher how we literally our brains are addicted to the adrenaline of going and going and going and 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 the expectations that we have of ourselves they're just so unrealistic we're humans that are meant to evolve and change through cycles and periods of ups and downs and and sprints and and resting periods and transitional periods we are meant to have all the aspects of a cycle beginning ends in betweens and i think we are expected to be on all the time and this this is your permission slip if you needed it i don't need to give it to you But if you need to give it to yourself in this moment, I need you to give yourself the permission slip to rest. It's time to get a little spicy. (laughs) Okay, imagine this. Picture this. You're hanging out in your favorite spot. Your headphones are on and the world around you just fades away. When you're listening to Dipsy Stories, you are immersed. I am immersed in a vivid world where every touch, every breath, every stolen glance is felt with breathtaking intensity. And I feel like for me, the way that I get turned on is through sound and story and imagination. Like, I'm not just like wham, bam. No, I need something that feels intimate and sexy and and real. And that's what Dipsy is. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. Everyone deserves a little bit of sexy time and sexy stories. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read if you feel called to that. So let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with your partner. So for listeners of Skinny Dipping, of course, we are going to give you a free trial so you can try it out. And guys, reminder, when you download these free trials and things like that, it helps me, the podcast, and also it helps you because... Honestly, I love a good sexy story. It definitely helps get get me off. Anyway, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. When you go to dipsystories.com slash skinny dipping, it's also going to be linked below. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash skinny dipping. Again, that's dipstories.com slash skinny dipping. It's going to be linked below. Get 30 days for free now. And go check it out. It's fucking awesome. Female founded. I'm obsessed. To do nothing. What a novelty to do nothing. To have no expectations. To release and let go of the expectations that you have on you. Whenever my therapist asks me, oh, who, who's expecting that of you? When I'm listing out all these things that I feel like I have to do. That I should, in quotes, should be doing. Every time that word should shows up, I know that is my ego. That is not my soul directing me. That is the constructs of society guiding my choices and guiding where I put my energy. And this is your permission slip that you don't have to do that anymore. If you need a couple weeks, if you need time to take off, I need you to give yourself the permission slip because you are the only person truly holding yourself back from that. And it is the constructs of society and what we are taught. But you don't have to be on all the time. Especially in grief. Especially in loss. Especially in tragedy and devastation. 
you don't have to be on all the time. This is your permission slip. Let it go. Let go of the expectations of what you think you should be doing. Because what is going to lead you to your highest, most successful, most abundant self is following what your soul needs and what feels good. And you can't heal when you keep pushing. Sometimes you have to accept and experience. And that means experiencing things that we are avoiding. What are you avoiding? What are you avoiding by constantly being on the go, by not giving yourself that rest? Because honestly, it's scary to pause and to rest. And this last week forced me into a deep pause because in the midst of collective tragedy and collective grief here in Maui, Hawaii, I got so sick because that's how my body processes, truly. My body processes by getting actually ill and I've been, I'm still sick right now. I'm feeling a lot better, but it's just sore throat, stuffy nose, inflammation, swelling of lymph nodes, just feeling so sick and shitty. And, and that's how my body processes. It's that forced rest. And in this forced rest, I uncovered what I had been avoiding. And after you take that rest, when you feel ready, that's when you can begin to show up authentically, even in grief, even in tragedy, even when you're not feeling your best, your most confident, your highest self, even when your self-worth is shit. You're like, I fucking hate myself right now. How do I show up? That's a question I get so much. And I went on a tangent because I wanted you to know that you need to give yourself permission to rest first. And then this would be the advice that I would give to you. I saw this on the video, a video with Hitomi, who I absolutely love. And she said, I'm not scared of, this is a paraphrase, by the way. She was saying that she isn't scared by the shadows and the depths and, 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 and the emotions that feel sticky or icky or just not good the sadness the grief the anxiety she said that she wasn't scared of those shadow parts of herself anymore because she doesn't allow them to dictate how she treats herself and when I heard that a couple weeks ago it changed my life because I honestly have struggled with self-worth in the past but this summer I've was so deeply struggling with my self-worth. I feel like that's how it goes on your spiritual journey is like you wake up and you go through all these different periods of awakening. It's not like one awakening. You truly are met with your shadow self at so many different points all throughout your life. And I don't think it's ever going to stop at this point. Life is about cycles, beginnings and endings. And this summer was one of those moments where I really felt like I was having a dark night of the soul. And in this dark night of the soul, I was really just not treating myself right, not showing up for myself, not doing my movement, my breath work, my tapping, not not doing my work, not showing up in my purpose, in my podcast, on my platform. And, and the things that mean the most to me, I just didn't give a fuck about. And that is truly the dark night of the soul when you realize you don't give a fuck about all the things that you truly love. And I didn't realize I had a deep blockage, but I did. And I'll get into it and how I cleared it and sometimes we don't know where the blockage is coming from but how do we show up for ourselves? we realize that our self-worth our belief about ourself does not dictate how we will treat ourselves. just like Atomi said and I've been showing up for myself every day even when I don't feel like it even when I don't feel deserving of it even when the self-sabotage wants to creep in ever since I heard that I said "Uh uh-uh I don't care what my mind is telling me because I don't allow those emotions those feelings those thought processes those states to dictate how I treat myself anymore I will show up in my breath work in my movement in the fiery ways that I need to expel and clear out and regenerate energy from my body, I will show up in those ways now, even if I don't feel like I am deserving of it. Know that it's okay to feel that way. Take the rest that you need and know when it's time to pick yourself up. Everyone is always asking me how I began to rebalance my hormones after being on birth control so long. Because let me tell you, it is a journey and I've realized there's not that many resources out there that I trust for this process and I have found it I have found the people that are going to change my hormones and change my life and allow me to be empowered I believe in this company so deeply and I'm so excited to be working with them joy women's wellness 
Basically, joy is a place where women can come to find the answers. It's all about finding the root cause with joy. I feel like so many people are trying to sell you things to bandage it up, to cover it up, and not actually get to the root cause of what is going on with our health. But joy gets to the root cause to actually help us in the ways that we need. Through comprehensive labs and the help of functional medicine clinicians, joy allows us to understand what's going on beneath the surface so that we can address the root cause through peptide and hormone balancing therapies. They are helping women all over the world to live functionally and and truly have proactive and personalized healthcare that I have not found anywhere else. It was the easiest thing ever. I didn't have a lab near me. So basically I got a lab delivered to my address, but you also can get set up to run labs near you. And Joy will measure your individual biomarkers to get the most accurate picture of your health so that they can create a personalized plan. And after that, you work one-on-one with board-certified clinicians and you have follow-ups with lifestyle coaches so that this can really be integrated into your life. And that's what I loved most about this process is that it's easy, it's effective, it's science-backed, it's female-founded, which we love and we need. It's truly the most comprehensive labs that I've found anywhere else. But obviously, like I can't get a lab and explain it to myself. Like I need people to help me integrate this into my life and that's exactly what they're doing so if you are looking to take ownership over your health and feel your best joy is going to give skinny dipping listeners 20 percent off your labs if this sounds interesting to you literally at all please please get the labs while this offer is available go to choosejoy.co slash skinny dipping and joy is J-O-I, and it's also going to be linked below. Again, that's choosejoy.co slash skinny dipping and browse their curated selection of comprehensive labs. That's choosejoi.co slash skinny dipping to get 20% off any labs. It's also going to be linked below. Choose joy and feel like you again, because I'm so grateful that I am beginning this journey of healing myself from a scientific place. Okay. Love you guys. Know that it's okay to feel that way. Take the rest that you need and know when it's time to pick yourself up. Get real with yourself. I think I wasn't being real with myself. I was being like, I'm okay. I'm fine. Just like trekking through. And I was like, no, I'm actually feeling fucking depressed right now. And it took for me to literally say those words because I take that word very seriously. I don't use it lightly. I don't use it as a synonym for sadness. I, I don't judge anyone who does. But for me, depression feels like that lack of spark to you and I had to get real honest with myself first so rest is a fucking priority and then showing up for yourself in your habits in your wellness ways even when you don't feel deserving of them and the third thing I would say is you got to be honest with yourself can you look yourself in the face in the mirror and be like I'm actually not okay and I need to reach out for help I need to reach out to my parents, my boyfriend, my friends, my therapist. I need to reach out for help. And I urge you to get real with yourself. How are you supposed to heal if you are not real? Fear, this is something that's so good. My therapist told me this. It's so good. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And whenever there is resistance, whenever there is that blockage, there is fear. That blockage of love, that blockage of inspiration, that blockage of creativity, what is causing it? Fear. Because as fear arises, that false evidence appearing real, we begin to believe the lies that the intrusive thoughts are telling us. And the only way that we can begin to clear out that blockage is truly by being honest with ourselves. How can you get so real and find the truth of what you really feel? So you you no longer believe the false evidence that your ego is telling you, that the intrusive thoughts are telling you. How can you get real with yourself and be like, okay, maybe these thoughts aren't real, but what is real is that I'm not feeling okay and I don't know what's going on. And that's okay to not know why you're feeling terrible, to not know why you're feeling hurt or blocked or just shitty or fucked up, or, or depressed, or anxious, it's okay to not know. I ask you to ask spirit, source, the universe, whatever the fuck you believe in. I want you to literally be like, in these coming weeks, when the time is right, in divine time, show me what is going on. Show me why I feel this way. Because if I'm having this depression, it typically is a suppression of something that you are avoiding feeling or looking at 
the suppression really does lead to the depression because I imagine like you have like a cup and inside are the energy of emotions and you cover it because you're like, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to do it. And you begin to suppress it down and you begin to compact it as you begin to compact those tough emotions that you are trying to avoid feeling what happens is that energy gets stuck it gets condensed that energy becomes solid instead of it being like flowy energy like gas molecules floating all over the place it begins to become solid matter as you suppress it and put it down and those energetic blockages and the way that it creates that very condensed energy blocks the love from coming through. It blocks the inspiration from coming through. It blocks the self-love from coming through. And that's exactly what was happening to me and I didn't know it. So what is the actionable advice for this? How can you give yourself permission to rest? How can you reflect on how you are truly feeling? How can you be more real with yourself? How can you show up for yourself so authentically that you are willing to tell yourself the things that you are too afraid to hear? That is love. That is love from somebody else. That is love from yourself is when you have the bravery to say the things that others may not. And you, I need you to be brave with yourself. And I need you to tell yourself exactly what you're feeling. And if you don't know why you're feeling it, that's okay. That's okay. Reach out for help. And ask the universe to show you, show you in divine timing what is going on. And sometimes you don't always have to know what the problem is. And sometimes it's a skew of things, a skew of blockages. But I need you to feel them because to feel is to heal. And as we move through them, we begin to turn that condensed energy matter into water, into flow into fluidity that's what i want for you to clear that out because as you begin to clear that out that's when creation comes that's when love and inspiration and that spark comes back because it's always within you but sometimes we're just too blocked to feel it i was at a valley by my house the other day by the river and i was pulling cards originally i was pulling them for maui and just reflecting on what the community needs and then i was like you know what I'm also going to try to connect to myself right now and see what I need because I had been really disconnected from myself and my guides and the universe and spirit. Even though we're always connected, I just wasn't feeling it. And I was like, okay, (sighs) through like the collective grief and through the collective devastation that we're all experiencing, like I do need to also figure out what's going on with me personally because I haven't been feeling good for a month and a half, two months I haven't been feeling my spark. I haven't been feeling like myself. And I just asked, like, what do I need to hear? What do I need to know? And Ho'oponopono fell out, which, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions around it in the spiritual community, but it is one of the most advanced community collective systems of solving disagreement, of creating harmony within communities and society. And it is an indigenous Hawaiian practice. There is so much to go into about it but I'm just going to tell you what it showed me Ho'oponopono is really about forgiveness it's about laying things out on the table so that you can move through them in a way where everybody feels heard and understood and from this card I had the thought that I needed to forgive I needed to forgive my boyfriend because honestly I had just been feeling so disconnected from him and Through that disconnection and through me feeling like I'm not getting enough attention or love, I was becoming resentful, pissed off, angry, unable to work through things. And then I also realized I needed to forgive a good friend of mine. No one in your life is going to be perfect. Your parents, your siblings, your teachers, your community members. No one is ever going to be perfect because even though I believe we have many lives, (laughs) even though I believe we have many lives, This is our first life that we remember experiencing. And even if you aren't in contact with someone or they're not in your life anymore and you have set that energetic boundary, you can still forgive them. Because to not forgive is to drink the poison and expect the other person to die. Are you drinking the poison of hatred, of resentment, 
how can you meet that with forgiveness and compassion and realizing that everybody is just learning everyone is just trying to figure it the fuck out on their first time on earth as as they remember this is their first time on earth and I was like damn I really need some forgiveness I need to forgive my boyfriend and I need to forgive my friend and sometimes you forgive without somebody apologizing because it's about healing you it's about figuring out what you need and meeting yourself with compassion and empathy and the next day I went back to the same valley with my boyfriend and we had had many chats about what had been going on basically in summary this is the tea this is what went on um I went to Oahu to support him in the month of July and before we went we checked in on expectations and had a good conversation around communication and how much time he would have for me and it seemed like we were gonna have a lover girl lover boy summer and we were just gonna like be together in Oahu and be on the north shore and be doing our thing I moved there for the month and I barely saw him he barely had time for me and I was feeling pretty pissed off and resentful because I know that I don't deserve that quality time is truly my love language so me and my partner had had many conversations about this but it felt like every time we had a conversation both of us were getting defensive both of us closed off nothing was really coming to resolution we were just kind of like saying what needed to be said without authenticity because we wanted to make it right but we weren't being honest. We weren't being authentic. So we had had all these conversations and I still was feeling pretty like pissed off and upset, honestly. And he was feeling like I was being too codependent. Also, I don't know if I'm just like talking too much about this, but I just want to give you guys the context for you to deeper understand where the blockages came clearing, clearing from. So basically I had been like a bitch every time he like did something without me because I felt like I still wasn't getting the quality time and attention that we needed even though we were home. But he felt like I was being too needy and too codependent and not being understanding of his needs. And it just was not vibing. Like we were not vibing. So I realized I needed deeper forgiveness. And the next day we go to the same valley and we have an amazing conversation the first part was not amazing first we started talking and immediately I felt him like close up get defensive start making excuses me think like me trying to like raise my voice because I want to be heard and all of it's just toxic I'm toxic he's toxic like it's just not cool all of it so I was like Hobbs like I don't know what else to say I'm tired of having the same conversation over and over and over again I'm gonna walk away so I walked away we had maybe 10 minutes to ourselves, and then we took the pause and then we came back and he came up to me and he was like I really do hear you I do understand like your needs haven't been met and we just had a beautiful conversation where he really heard me and it's so weird because you can be having the same conversation with the same words but if the energy is not there if the energy is closed rather than open I'll feel it well I'll feel it it just won't feel good. It will feel icky. It will feel stuck. It will feel stagnant. But even in the midst of vulnerability, the conversation will flow if both people are open and willing. And in that moment, we had our first actual vulnerable, real conversation about this topic in turn led to deep forgiveness, like actual forgiveness. And oh, I love that. Okay. Rewind. The day before, my friend actually texted me who I had feeling I had felt the blockage with. We hadn't talked about what had been going on, which is very unlike us, but we both could feel the distance, both feel the blockages in our heart from the last time we saw each other, which was like four months ago. And basically she just checked in and saw and asked how I was. And I texted her back and I was like, I love and miss you. This was after I pulled the Ho'oponopono forgiveness card. And I was just like, I love and I miss you. And she texted me back. She was like, I love and miss you too. And oh, it makes me emotional because I had felt disconnected from her. I was lying to myself being like, I don't care. I don't care what she thinks of me. I don't care if we're not friends anymore. Like, I don't care. Like, I was just lying to myself. In fact, I do care. I do care a lot. I care about all the people in my life. I just, I care so much. That's always been something that I thought was a fault. I thought the, the amount I cared was... A burden on others and a burden on myself but in fact it is not it is a gift because to love deeply is a gift and so many people aren't brave enough to do that and I will choose 
to move through the fear, the false evidence appearing real, and to love. And that's what I decided. Even if I'm upset with somebody, I want to love them. I want to move through with love. I don't want to move through with hate and resentment because I am drinking the poison and expecting somebody else to die. And it's just not fucking cool. Like, I want to take care of myself. And that means having good relationship hygiene. Like, it literally means forgiving. And it means moving on. And it means good communication, healthy communication. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Okay. So we've all had those times in our life where we know what we should do, but our brain, our ego is getting in the way. What I notice that happens is I self-sabotage because I don't think I am deserving of taking care of myself. And sometimes I need somebody to keep me on track and remind myself that I am inherently worthy. And just because I'm not feeling myself or I'm not feeling confident, I'm not feeling worthy, doesn't mean that I get to treat myself any differently. And that's why I love therapy because because therapists help you break it down. They help you get to the root and the core so that you can truly feel internally motivated to do what is good for you. Therapy helps you figure out what is holding you back so that you can work on yourself instead of fighting against yourself. And the thing with therapy is that it's not easily accessible or affordable for everyone and it's honestly pretty fucking lame that's why i love better help better help is so amazing because it's online you can switch therapists at any time it's convenient it's flexible and it's suited to your schedule it's also affordable which we love and we need all you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge and i want to give you guys 10 percent off your first month because we all deserve to have the help that we need to get back on track and to take care of ourselves because it's okay to fall off. Every time you fall off, you remember deeper why you are deserving of showing up for yourself. So it's going to be linked below or you can go to betterhelp.com slash skinny dipping to get 10% off your first month today. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash skinny dipping to get 10% off your first month today. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Two things happen within the span of 24 hours. Once I set the intention to forgive, once you begin to set an intention, you will notice that the universe will unfold events for you to fulfill that intention. As soon as I pulled that card and set the intention, I want to forgive both these people. One of them texted me and the other one I had an amazing conversation with and we cleared it out. And, you know, the moment that me and my boyfriend had that conversation the moment that we hugged it out and I really felt like we were genuinely connected and that we both had genuine understanding and forgiveness between the two of us. Once we reached that place in that hard conversation, in that vulnerable conversation, all of a sudden the creative ideas just started flooding, literally started flooding my brain. And I could feel this energy return to my body that is almost unexplainable through words, but it feels like tingling in my chest, tingling in my hands, tingling in my feet. And I just felt like this rush of happiness, this resolution. And this is the point that I've been getting to is that I realized in that moment that what was keeping me suppressed and depressed and in that place where I felt like I had no spark, it was the lack of love. It was the blocking of love. And as soon as I cleared out the pathways for love to flow freely creativity, inspiration, happiness, the spark, it all fled back to me because it was always there, but it was just blocked. I just couldn't feel it. And if you are feeling like you have something missing, like your spark is gone or you're just not interested or in love with things in in the same way that you are, I ask yourself to observe the ways that you feel like you've been hurt because when you've been hurt, we close. And as we close to protect ourselves, We create these energetic blockages within our bodies, within our systems. We think we're protecting ourselves, but in fact, we are not. We are hurting ourselves deeper because in that blockages of the pain and of the hard emotions and the things that we're avoiding, actually we are blocking love. We're blocking inspiration and creativity to flow, to alchemize through us. And to forgive and to communicate with those that you love 
and to be honest with yourself and to realize that hurt you. But why did that hurt? That hurt because you love so much. That's the only reason why it hurts in the first place. And how brave of you, how compassionate of you, how, how honorable of you that you are willing to love when other people are not, that you are willing to be brave and to communicate and to reach out and to work things out when other people are not. And in that clearing of the blockages with my soul family and with the hate and resentment in my heart that I was building up, once I cleared out those blockages, creativity flowed to me. The sparks flew through me. The energy, I could literally feel the shift in the moment. It wasn't like a day afterwards. No, it was in that exact moment after the conversation with my boyfriend and after the text conversation with my friend that I literally felt the entire world open up for me. So what is the actual steps behind this? The first thing is to spend some time with yourself in some deep reflection. What are you feeling? Why are you feeling that way? What do you need to heal that part of you that closed because it was feeling hurt? It was feeling pain. What do you need? When you spend time with yourself, when you step back from the numbing through social media, through smoking, through partying, through hustle, when you step back from that and you just spend time with yourself, and connect with the spirit and ask, what do I need to hear? You will tell you. Your inner being knows. Your inner being is truly all-knowing, innate inspiration that has traveled through ancestral DNA to be within your body. And that is so special, and you have that within you. So how can you spend some time with yourself so that you can go into that place of reflection with deep bravery and say, like, why am I hurt by this? And what do I need to clear this out? Because... I'm ready to move through it. And also, if you're feeling extra addicted, unjoyful, like the spark is missing, like you're feeling deeply depressed, I really need you to check in and see what 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 has hurt you and what do you need to move forward. The next thing is how can you alchemize this? The grief, the pain, the resentment, Can you alchemize it through painting something? Can you write poetry? Can you write a song? Can you dance it out? Can you move it out of your body? How can you alchemize? Can you take up a ceramics class and begin to create something with your hands? Can you pour into service of your community? Can you share online with people what has helped you or what you're moving through? How can you begin to alchemize through art? Because as we begin to do this, we clear out the energy within our body to make space for more inspiration to come through. Everything that you create doesn't have to be the best thing that you create, but continue to create just to create. Because when you do this, it puts us back in alignment with our true selves, with with our innate wisdom that we know. Art connects us to the deepest parts of our subconscious. And typically, when I write songs or write poetry or write music... I'm almost foreshadowing what I don't even know. But a couple weeks down the line, I'll be like, God damn, I knew. (laughs) I literally knew through this poem, through this song that I wrote. Because our subconscious knows before the conscious mind does every single time. So first, check in what do you need. Spend time with your self-reflection. Two, alchemize. And three, forgive. How can you forgive? First of all, communication, communication, communication. The right people that will be in your life will be willing to have the hard conversations that you want to have. But sometimes you don't even need the hard conversations. You can just love and tell somebody, I love you. I miss you. And in that acknowledgement, sometimes you don't even need to work things out. Sometimes what you were fighting about was petty as fuck. It wasn't worth it. How can you forgive yourself for blocking the love for self-sabotaging for not showing up for yourself in the ways that you need how can you forgive yourself deeper and I don't have all the answers when it comes to this one but for me personally what I do is I literally just hold my hand over my heart and I just tell myself I forgive myself I forgive you and I just drop in and I begin to feel what it feels like to shower myself with forgiveness and love and compassion and empathy 
and just tuning in and feeling that in my heart space center. And also, if you feel like you're still just like caught up in the petty shit and you're having a hard time forgiving and you just really feel resentful, know that that's very normal and that's very human. And we're just trying to protect ourselves and give yourself permission to be in that as long as you want. But just know when you forgive, it'll free you. When you forgive, it'll begin to open up the pathways for love to exist. And that feels so good. And that's helping yourself. And that's what I want you to understand is that this isn't about somebody else. This is about you right now. This is about you forgiving you, you forgiving them for you. Turn the spotlight back on you, baby, and be like, what do I need right now? And I didn't know. I didn't know that those blockages with my friend or with my boyfriend were making me feel that way. Consciously, I had no fucking idea. Like, I I didn't think that was the reason. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But I just wasn't being honest with myself because I was too scared to face the fact that Oh my God, I'm scared to lose these people. I'm scared to lose this love that I have with, with my soul family. And the sooner that you can get honest with yourself, the better. And the sooner that you can forgive, the better. And forgiveness comes in waves. You might forgive one day and then get angry again the next day and then begin to forgive. That's why I urge you to alchemize through art because when we do this, it clears something so deeply within us and it allows us to work through subconscious patterns without us consciously knowing how deep the pain is. Alchemization is key in this. And basically what I mean by alchemizing is creating through pain, transmuting the pain to art. And in that, you transmute it to light and love. The actionable steps that I'm going to have for you this week is I want you to create something, anything. It can be the worst thing ever, the worst song, the worst art piece. It could be fucking, I don't even care. I don't even care how you judge it because it's not about the judgment. It's about the clearing of energy. How can you alchemize the pain so that you can forgive? And number two, how can you have that conversation that you have been avoiding? And if you don't think somebody else is being receptive, check in because it is a mirror. Remember to donate to the families below. Thank you for talking with me today and doing this check-in. I'm looking forward to having more leaders on, more leaders in their field on, more more hot girl science vibes. I'm looking forward to having people on around hormone health and sex and and travel. I really want to bring people on who are masters and experts in their field. That's something that's definitely coming for skinny dipping. But today I do really appreciate you talking to me and just sitting with me. And I hope you gathered something deeply from this because the point of chatting in this way isn't for you to listen to me. Of course, it feels good for me to get this off my chest and for you to hold space for me. Thank you so much for that. But honestly, (laughs) this is about you creating the downloads for you that you need to move forward into your highest self. I want you to be so deeply in alignment with your mind, your body, and your soul. And you can only do that through forgiveness, through clearing out the blockages of love. And just to reiterate what I was saying, I realized through this experience that I had this weekend, as the fact that ideas started flowing to me immediately was that there was a blockage within me. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes because if you drink or do shrooms or smoke weed or do drugs, whatever, and you're in social settings, like sometimes we get little critters like stuck to our auric fields. And sometimes you're depressive and intrusive thoughts are not you so if you are feeling that way as well something i would really recommend doing is taking an epsom salt bath and soaking as well as clearing through incense through ethical sage through palo santo so that you and literally just setting the intention to clear anything off of you that is not of your highest timeline of your highest energy and i hope you are having downloads that are coming to you Uh, through this episode please send me your downloads i want to hear what is coming through for you energetically in your own life i'm here to hold space for you please join the soul in progress community it's going to be linked below it's five dollars a month and there's just extra resources there for breathwork eft tapping but most importantly donate to the families i'd rather you spend your five dollars there truly um but if you can do both obviously do both but Please donate to the families in my below. I'm excited for what we have coming on in the future. And my ADHD brain is kind of going off right now. (laughs) So I'm going to end the episode. Just remember that 
if you are feeling grief, if you are feeling blockages, the key is forgiveness. The key is to work things out. The key is to have the bravery to continue to love even when you have been hurt. And through that bravery, you will find that love will spark the light, the inspiration, and the creativity inside of you. Okay. Follow the podcast. Do all the things. Share on your story. Tell me what you thought about this episode. And I fucking love you guys. Support the sponsors also because it does help me out. Okay. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.